0: Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay in and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose, and the queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard.
1: Good morning, 810 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, and freezing in Milton, uh, apparently, is the word that we're getting from several different sources and uh, northwards of there, you know, schmuckle, that kind of vicinity. Julio Diaz is the host of Let's Go Pensacola, 4 o'clock on Saturdays. Also the um, uh, host of the Pensacola Movie Club, which you can follow them on Facebook. Please do. It's a it's a great uh, opportunity to talk about movies that you watch with other people who are interested in watching movies and talking about them. Julio, welcome back, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew so night swim a solo release a solo release can only mean it's that good that everybody else was scared of it or it's that january which one is it
2: well i mean you know when the weather's like this what else would you be thinking about but going swimming at night (laughs) naturally it's a perfect
1: release opportunity
2: yeah yeah no it's uh it's the first week of january traditionally you don't get much this week unless you get like uh uh, uh, an expansion of one of the movies that might be in Oscar consideration. You know, uh, the Oscar nominations coming out in just a couple of weeks. This is not one of those movies. The, <laughs> right. The uh, the other the other thing you get a lot is stuff that there's either not very high expectations for. Sometimes, I, I, like the last few years, you usually get a horror movie this uh, this week, and this is a horror movie. It uh, actually got a a, a really uh, really good cast, uh, starring. Uh, uh, Kerry Condon, who's coming off an Oscar nomination last year for *The Banshees of Inisherin*, and, Sharon, and uh, Wyatt Russell, uh, Kurt Russell's son, who's uh, you know actually been building quite a career, kind of in his dad's mode. He's playing the same role as his dad on uh, the Apple TV series *Monarch Legacy of Monsters*, which is in the uh, Godzilla Con universe. Uh, they they play the same character at different ages, and uh, are, are really good. He, he's really good at playing his dad. Uh, but he's, he was also, uh, John Walker in the Marvel series, uh, Falcon, the winter soldier last year. Okay. Uh, so, you know, he's, 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 building a really interesting career. Uh, this is one, however, that, uh,
1: you, sometimes you, know, you just make a movie oh, for money. Sometimes you just make yeah, a movie ho- and it doesn't turn out.
2: Hopefully we're going to forget about it. It's, it. it's just, it's about a swimming pool that. I don't know, is it haunted or possessed, or there's a dead kid, or it's really not completely clear why the water does what the water does. But, okay. All but right. But it, uh, you know, is like
1: the So it's the old, the old standard, alive. unclearly haunted swimming pool as the yeah, centerpiece it's of movie.
2: Got, you know, it's got, it's it's this whole thing where it just, like, takes a whole bunch of, like, little bits and pieces and ideas and scenes from other better movies if it doesn't do them <laughs> anywhere nearly as okay. well. Like, there's a, li- there's a little bit of Poltergeist going on here. There's a little bit of The Shining going on here. There's a little bit of, you know, like, like 20 other things. And it's just, it's, it's not it's the fault mass, of anybody okay. that's in any it. The actors are all good. It's just a bad script. And... What, do you guys, what are you guys going to watch next week, Julio? Uh, well, we've got a couple of things coming out next week. Uh, I haven't made a decision yet, but the, the musical version of Mean Girls is coming out next right, week. Right. Also, uh, The Book of Clarence, starring with Keith Stansfield, which looks like a, a really good, uh, really funny religious satire. So we're kind of waiting to see what the availability is going to be.
1: Okay. As uh, you guys, uh, we
2: do, that'll be on uh, that uh, our Facebook.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Follow the Facebook page. And you guys also have a uh, Penscon announcement?
2: Yeah, uh, Pentacon is coming up just around the corner, February 23rd through 25th. Uh, uh, so we always do single-day tickets, when on sale on uh, January 1st. So if you've been waiting to just, because you can't come the whole weekend, you only want to come one day or two days, you can get those tickets now at pentacon.com. And we do have a very big guest announcement coming at, uh, at noon today. Okay. So keep an eye on our, our Facebook. Uh, and of course, the press release going out to all the media outlets as well. But uh, you know, I this is a this is a very, very big guest that I think a lot of people are gonna be very excited about. You definitely know uh know this person's work and you've you've seen him work with a lot of different people, but uh I'll drop one little hint. Let's say he's worked with Guillermo del Toro a few times.
1: Oh. Okay. So, All right. So, well well I'm gay. You know, that <laughs> sounds like that'd yeah. be fun very good well yeah. Julio Diaz is the host of let's go of Pensacola I uh, heard at four o'clock here on Saturdays that's tomorrow also of course the Pensacola movie Club he is the founding member founder of it and the host so you can follow them on Facebook please do and uh very very involved in Pensacon and as you know we always appreciate the work that goes into that and what a great production that is every single year now going on what this is this is year 10. This is, this is a 10 or 11. A year, al- a year 11. 11. Right. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I knew it was the first year I came, but I had to do the quick math. Julio Diaz, as always, sir, happy new year, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Andrew. A15 News Radio 92 3, the uh, Transgressors Memorial Service, comes up next. Also, this Saturday, Seville quarter, 5 o'clock, um, it's um, the kickoff for Mardi Gras, 12th night. Floats are going to be parked on Jefferson, south of Romana, and that whole area. You can't miss it. It's a good time. Go, if you've never been, go. Also, uh, the Mall Ball is coming up, put on by the Pensacola Mardi Gras Foundation, the Ascension Sacred Heart Foundation, of joined forces Saturday, January 20th, for the 28th Annual Cordova Mall Ball. It's good food, good dancing, good fun. It's a good time for everybody. Uh, find out more at newsradio com. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
3: All right. Uh, really, no accidents or slowdowns around town. The only stuff that's showing on my map is right in front of the Walmart Neighborhood Market on uh, 98 in Navarre, east and westbound, just a little bit slow in front of there. It could be the light, uh, could be an accident, but it's not showing just yet. Uh, otherwise, around town, you're looking great. No, uh, no tie-downs or tie-ups or slowdowns or slow-ups or anything to, to report. If you do see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620, this traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors. The only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola, Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: Thanks so much. Oh, and by the way, this whole business of like it being almost freezing, or actually for some people freezing today in Milton or Schmuckler or that area, uh, but the discrepancy between the different uh, sources of information on the temperature in Milton, somebody said, well, maybe that's because the Milton City Council members all have the devices in their front yards. <laughs> guess they can't agree about anything okay all right i said my piece uh we'll be back in just a minute join stefan schmidt marine service technology instructor at Georgetown technical college for boat smart on the pensacola expert panel today at 10 a.m key marine sponsoring the show when key marine needs to hire marine service technicians they hire students from georgestone technical college have a boating question for stefan then give us a call at 437-1620 it's a dream team so join them today at 10 a.m
2: the Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620.
1: There's no better time than the new year to help protect your identity and finances. LifeLock detects potential threats to your identity that you may miss on your own. If you do become a victim, a U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock is the new year's resolution that's easy to keep. Save 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Promo code Clay to save 25%. That's LifeLock.com.
4: Promo code Clay.
0: Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. It's like headline news for radio every day, 47 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for the Transgressors Memorial Service, remembering those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must forever be cast into the abyss of dead names. Let's join Brother Andrew remembering those who we have lost.
1: The first remembrance is for everyone who participated in making the conservative dad pin-up calendar. A 2024 collection of pictures of sexy far-right women produced by the apostates who created ultra-right beer as an alternative to Bud Light during the great Dylan Mulvaney lamentation of 2024. The so-called pin-up calendar is really a heretical celebration of juvenile conservative fantasy featuring radio host Dana Lash menacing viewers with two murder-stick assault weapons, swimmer and cisgender activist Riley Gaines laying on her back poolside in a bikini, commentator Ashley Sinclair taking a bubble bath in lingerie, non-winning congressional candidate Catalina Lauf wearing heels and daisy dukes in front of a climate-killing 76 stingray, and influencer Sarah Gonzalez lighting the holy pages of the New York Times on fire with a giant cigar. I know, it's hard to even hear about such a sacrilege. But the worst image surely is Josie the redheaded libertarian setting women's rights back 50 years by posing in a kitchen, holding a freshly made pie, Wearing heels and a dress barely larger than her apron, with a cross hanging on the wall, metaphorically beckoning conservative heterosexuals to come back with her 70 years to the dark ages of the two-parent, one-income, stay-at-home mom fantasy of all conservatives. Yes, this calendar is painful to see. Now, just to be clear, we of course don't mind the objectification of women, per se, Our views on human sexuality depend on mutual consensual objectification since we believe humans are basically nothing more than moderately advanced animals and thus whatever we do to grunt and rut our way to physical gratification is just plain fine. No, the real problem with this calendar is its unrepentantly cisgender heteronormativity and body shaming. These are all clearly straight women who were identified female at birth and intending to appeal to straight conservative men identified male at birth with No space being made for lesbian, bisexual, or transgender persons at all. Also, they're all impossibly thin and pretty, contributing to the ongoing marginalization of all women who dare to eat carbs or refuse to wear makeup, paint their nails, don short skirts, or otherwise gussy themselves up merely to seduce their man prey. An ugly message for such pretty girls. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second. Duncan, formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts, a name change we fully support since we believe everyone should be allowed to change their names and identities for any reason or for no reason at all. Duncan is currently being sued for shamelessly discriminating against vegans and the lactose intolerant everywhere by charging more for coffee drinks made with non-dairy milk substitutes. Duncan will eagerly substitute fat-free skim or whole milk for its standard 2% at no charge for people who do not object to the oppression of cows. But when the ethically enlightened and those with lactose disability forced them to order soy or oat milk for their coladas or iced macchiatos, Duncan bilked them for anywhere from 50 cents to $2 per drink to the tune of a whopping $250 million in profits from their price gouging. This atrocious practice is both viewpoint discrimination and also a clear case of price bigotry in violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Now we know the apologists for Big Donut argue that these milk substitutes cost more to offer. And Duncan is merely passing the extra cost along to their consumers. But why is it the fault of the lactose intolerant, the morally enlightened, or those who merely prefer the taste of oat milk in their cappuccino that the ingredients they need cost more? It costs more to provide wheelchair ramps and self opening doors, but we don't allow restaurants to charge a ramp and door surcharge to paraplegics, do we? No. I say make the donut barons shoulder this burden, not the coffee proletariat. Duncan must pay for the food injustice they've been pouring out all these years. Woe unto all who offend.
0: Woe unto all who offend.
1: Finally, we want to extend our most sincere approval to Emma Flint of the United Kingdom for introducing us to a fine piece of next-generation cutting-edge sexual orientation terminology, abrosexuals. As she wrote in Metro UK, Emma had to wait all the way until the ripe old age of 30 to discover a label that finally described her own sexual orientation, which oscillates between pure lesbianism some days, and bisexuality other days, and even occasionally total asexuality. As she notes, peers were skeptical at first, wanting to limit her to one or the other classification or saying that she was just being difficult, but she knew that she was orientation fluid. And shouldn't have to be contained in the artificial constraints of any of the more traditional compartments of the holy acronym string no she understood that the correct answer to what's your orientation emma was always going to be well what time is it or at least hold on a moment let me check not always being sure to whom she might be attracted on a given day emma at first struggled with how to even know what her orientation was but with some help from the international sexual orientation nomenclature society or isons She developed a handy pocket flip chart so that abrosexuals everywhere can now simply look at some picture sets, decide what gives them a tingle at the moment, and then know whether they are feeling straight, gay, bi, tri, tetra, poly, or asexual at any given time. Truth be told, things aren't even this clear because sometimes it's more of a lean rather than a yes-no. Like, just last Wednesday, Emma was feeling bisexual with a lesbian lean, meaning she was mainly interested in women, but she'd take a man if that's all that was available, or if she'd been drinking too much. Sort of like she'd been at the bar too long and was now wearing her gender goggles. We've long known you cannot control whom you love, and now we know you cannot control which kind of people you love. And so, we celebrate the honesty and the pioneering courage of Emma to recognize that even sexual orientation itself might be fluid giving any of us the power to tell an unwanted suitor, I'm sorry, but I just don't think I'm into your gender right now. So with that, we heartily welcome the newest edition of the Holy Acronym String, the second A for abrosexual. Let all adherents of LGBTQIAA plus everywhere celebrate. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Before we dismiss, I'd like to observe a moment of silence for the recent loss of Sister Tabitha's favorite tambourine. This tambourine had been to 14 Black Lives Matter rallies, three climate justice events, two different Burning Mans, and even helped raise a holy ruckus in solidarity with Hollywood writer's strike just last year. Tragically, Tabitha lost her grip on the beloved clangor in a moment of uncontrolled exuberance during a solidarity sit-in with former Harvard President Claudine Gay last month. The damage was irreparable. For those wishing to contribute to her tambourine replacement fund, a donation box made of recycled Kleenex is in the rear of the sanctuary. Thank you for that moment. Refreshments this week are provided by Nuts & Butts, handcrafted cigarette alternatives made from a wide variety of nuts, berries, and legumes. Smoked nuts aren't just for eating anymore. Enjoy a hand-rolled 80-20 cashew and Brazil nut blend cigarette, just like the Aztecs used to. Try their unfiltered almond cigarella for a real dose of excitement. As they like to say... If you can roll it, you can smoke it. Nuts and butts. It's healthier than crystal meth. And
0: now, brethren, sisterin, and otherin, having been cleansed of these hurtful words, give each other the holy virtue signal and go forth and transgress no more.
1: 826 here on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us this morning. Jake?
3: Uh, We're looking great around town, not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns to report. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes. Bayfront Parkway checks in clear. Um, No delays on Burgess or Olive. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is looking good as well. This traffic report is brought to you by ECUA. ECUA bulk waste service is now called for pickup. Call by 2 p.m. the day before your service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. Call or text our traffic tip line if you see anything out there. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives.
1: And by the way, I have now watched the full three-minute Kevin mm-hmm. Hart, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Olympics commentary yes. that began with men's platform diving, and I must share. Okay. And all I've right. made it air safe. All right. Okay. And, yeah, choking yep. the s*** out,
5: yeah. out of him. By the <laughs> way. Where did he go? That was too close. They need to relax. Men hugging <laughs> okay. after the platform diving. Yeah, all right, man. We don't hug okay. like hey. that, homie. All right, We got to turn sideways. That's enough, man. That was uh, synchronized diving. Okay. <laughs> From the top of it, I didn't know what it was, though, I'll be honest with you. I knew it was synchronized diving just because they had the same drawers on I, them. When they... I thought it was pop Lock. I thought they was about to pop at <laughs> first. I thought, it, I thought it was, a beat was about to drop. Ah, 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 ah.
1: <laughs> And then they switched to equestrian.
5: Okay, all right, that was an easy one. Come on, let's do another one. Horses, I like this. This is equestrian. This they is prancing. They Pranson. call this equestrian. By the way, look at that horse. Did you? Oh, the horse crip walking, cuz, You see that? <laughs> on the set. Gangsism up. Hey, Oh, look at this girl. Oh, come on, man. His this side horse is prancing. Off the chain. I gotta get this in the video. Oh, he's, he's, <laughs> oh my God. Snoop said I gotta put the horse in the video. Off the chain. I need that. Horse Crip walking is officially in the Olympics. Man, you see that? <laughs> play it one more time, man. You got to see that. That intro play, walk was play cold. Play it one more time. Play, play it one more time so we can see it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> West Coast. <laughs> By the way, how do the horses get to Tokyo? What airline was it? Emirates? They fly That's the expensive. Horses on, they fly the horses on Emirates? And the athletes on Southwest? You know, the problem is getting bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. Do the horses get medals when they win, too, or they don't get medals? That's a good question, Snoop. I've never seen a horse with a medal. Do they? No, it goes to the person on the horse, which should be changed. He ain't did nothing but just st- sat on the mother <laughs> and went for the ride. Yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see that jockey do any type of crit walk just now. Just stayed on for the ride. Just... You didn't have your ankles taped, the horse did. <laughs> I demand for a horse to get the respect that they deserve, have the same bragging rights as the jockey. You start to hang a medal on these horse's neck, so when they get around the other horses, they can and show the other <laughs> horse.
6: <laughs>
5: you don't think a horse want to brag? I want to brag too, Look at what I got. Look at you. that get back there in the stall. Look at y'all naked neck They ain't got nothing. A, look at me over here, <laughs> shining. I'm over here shining on
1: y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. I know we don't have any time for David. He'll have your local news coming up next after Fox. Was it worth it, David? Total, what? It was great. Oh, my it was God. great. Horses crimp walking at the Olympics. <laughs> Fox News.
6: I'm Chris Foster. It's a stronger December jobs report than most economists expected.
5: More resilience in the job market. The Labor Department says there were 216,000 new jobs created last month, more than expected. The unemployment rate held steady at 3.7%. The forecast was for 170,000 new jobs, with the unemployment rate slightly higher at 3.8%.
6: Fox's Jenny Casola. A third batch of unsealed documents is expected today from a 2015 lawsuit against Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking accomplice, Lane Maxwell. Fox's Brooks Singman.
4: One of the biggest things we learned in last night's release is the claim about Bill Clinton. Epstein accuser Virginia Joffrey says the former president, quote, walked into Vanity Fair and threatened them not to write sex trafficking articles about his good friend. Well,
6: former Vanity Fair editor Graydon Carter says that categorically did not happen. America's listening to Fox News.
4: Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 92, 342 degrees, partly cloudy skies right now. Attorneys for Skanska back in court this week. The company facing lawsuits stemming from damage done by barges during Hurricane Sally. A three-judge panel listened to arguments where Skanska attorney Hal Watson said they believe they're only responsible for damage to the bridge itself, not for the economic losses in the aftermath.
1: The Supreme Court of, of, of the United States and
7: all the federal courts that have addressed the issue of whether a, a party can make a claim for economic um, uh, damages based upon damage to someone else's property have said no.
4: Channel 3 was in the courtroom yesterday. Watson says that precedent was set in a case in 1927. Well, there was more drama in Milton this week. New city manager Scott Collins says he might not be in it for the long haul now. This came out in a series of emails in which he responded to criticism from Milton Mayor Heather Lindsay by saying, quote, I don't believe that our working relationship is going to be successful. He says he plans to leave when his two-year contract is up. That stemmed from an effort by city attorney and state representative Alex Andrade and Collins to schedule a roundtable meeting with Senator Doug Broxon over the controversial water utility meeting. Ultimately, that happened on Tuesday.
0: I, I did apologize to him. I, I I told him I did not ever question his integrity, and um, I don't question your integrity, sir. And so I apologize for the email coming across that way to, to Mr. Snow and to you if it did, sir.
4: During Tuesday's committee meeting, the council voted 5-2 to two to remove the mayor as the city's legislative liaison for those water utility no- gate negotiations. Well, our Blue Angels are headed to their winter training home to begin getting ready for the 2024 show season. The Blues took off yesterday, headed to El Centro, California. They'll be there until March. Uh, They open their 2024 show season at the El Centro Festival of Flight on March 9th. They might stay there an extra week as their second performance is at the Travis Air Force Base in Fairfield, California, the weekend after. Then on March 23rd and 24th, they'll be performing in New Orleans at the air show there. Well, there is now an effort to get Donald Trump off of Florida's presidential ballot. Political activist Chaz Stevens has filed a civil suit in Broward County. Uh, His goal is to get Trump off the ballot. He cites the insurrectionist clause of the 14th Amendment.
6: Trump, while not
2: yet uh, convicted of any crime, has been uh, found to have uh, fomented the insurrection.
4: Uh, He says a criminal conviction is not necessary to disqualify Trump. That lawsuit following similar suits filed all over the country now And early morning viewers of the Discovery Channel this weekend might catch a couple of familiar sights. The Adventure Cities episode featuring Pensacola is going to air for a second time this coming Saturday.
0: Pensacola sits on the outer limits of this sandy spur with a rich history as America's first settlement. Every water sport imaginable, a reputation for its amazing seafood and award-winning restaurants, and a lively nightlife scene to burn off the calories afterwards.
4: And in the show, travel journalist Jonathan Thomas visits downtown Pensacola, Pensacola Beach, Florabama, flies with the Blue Angels, and does a little bit of fishing and spearfishing. That show is part of a paid marketing effort from Visit Pensacola. And if you want to catch that again, the uh, second airing of that is going to be this coming Saturday morning at 4.30 a.m. on the Discovery Channel. You might want to set your DVR for that early I'll be, uh, morning show.
3: I'm actually up at that time in the morning, so I will I will watch that. So
4: and uh, it's 835 let's yeah. a look at our traffic on the fives
3: <laughs> he was like why are you chiming in oh yeah traffic um we're looking good around the roadways in pensacola and around the area this morning fairfield not showing any problems all clear from 12th avenue through to palafox and w street highway 29 is accident free from the atmore cutoff in molino through cantonment nine mile is accident free not showing any delays in car city and highway 90 is clear from milton through pace also uh 98 through gulf breeze and navarre flowing smoothly east and westbound this traffic report is brought to you by staples stores staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business remote workers and learners even teachers and parents explore more at your local staples store if you see anything out there slowing you down let me know on our traffic tip line call or text 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives we are going to have a chilly start to the day with some clouds building in through the afternoon. Showers and thunderstorms move in for the evening, 64 degrees for your high. Showers and thunderstorms will continue through the nighttime, low near 60 degrees. For Saturdays, the skies clear out, 63 degrees for your high, beautiful and cloudy with a low near 44. Sunday, high near 59, and Sunday night, temperatures dropping near 47. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather
4: Center. And right now, 40. Oh, where'd my temperatures go? Forty-four degrees in Pensacola. It is forty-four in Gulf Breeze and forty in Milton. All right, your money now. This morning, the market is uh, up, but not by much. This morning, the Dow's up eighteen points at thirty-seven four fifty-eight thirty-four. S and P five hundred up ten thirty at four thousand six hundred ninety-eight ninety-eight. NASDAQ is up 3286 at fourteen five forty three sixteen. 16 Our 10-year bond rate up slightly at 4.04%. Gold prices this morning up $2.90 at uh, $2,052.90. Silver prices up $0.10 cents at $23.27. And Bitcoin down four seventy six dollars right now at $43,758. The latest jobs report showing the economy added 216,000 jobs in December. Figures from the Labor Department showed the unemployment rate was unchanged at 3.7% last month. The report stronger than expected, uh, dimming hopes that the Federal Reserve would begin cutting interest rates anytime soon. 33 U.S. Senators now telling non-union automakers to not interfere in efforts by the UAW to organize the workforces. Led by... Uh, Democrat lawmakers Debbie Stabenow and Gary Peters. The letter was sent to chief executives at Tesla, BMW, Honda, Toyota, Volkswagen, Mazda, Nissan, and others. The senators write they're concerned by reporting at numerous automakers that management has acted illegally to block unionization efforts. It's 8:38. Our next news at nine. We have breaking news anytime it happens, and I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. Are
0: you hungry for news that keeps you informed, is local, and dependable? Look no further than News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and on AM 1620. We're your trusted source for all the latest happenings in the Emerald Coast. From breaking news to in-depth reports, we've got you covered. Our team of experienced journalists brings you the stories that matter most to our community. Stay connected with local events, weather updates, and traffic reports, ensuring you're always one step ahead. We're News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. the 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 you don't stop rap, rap, rap,
2: rap, rap, rap it up. I will definitely call you back later then come on wrap it up big sharpen
0: okay you don't know wrap up the
7: circle thing come on commissioner Parker wrap it up please okay
0: okay everybody that's a wrap
1: that's a wrap That's when I have a couple of people here in studio that uh, I usually say friends and I have to say one is a, well, a longtime friend and one is a new friend Uh, A longtime friend is Craig Hinesman. He's a community outreach pastor at uh, Marcus Point Baptist Church, which I inadvertently conflated with Olive Baptist Church yesterday during some traffic confusion. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, I mean, not I
7: was original, I, I was there when
1: I was like 14. So. OK, well, there you go. And you know. I mean, not that either one of you, you might y'all get along well. So <laughs> it's not one of those
4: things. Yeah, no, no, no.
1: That's <laughs> fine. Uh, and then also Tom Jardine, who is a uh, simulator instructor pilot for the fixed wings up at NES Whiting Field, though he's an old helo pilot. Uh, first time on the uh, on the wrap. Tom, welcome to the show.
6: Good morning, everybody. I'm pleased to be here. All right, you got
1: you got to put your face like right up next okay. to the microphone and t- there. That's perfect. That's exactly right. Um, so, welcome. By the what did you fly? Uh, what was your uh, platform? Um,
6: H46s, an old helicopter. Okay,
1: tandem rotors.
6: On, t- tandem rotors on it.
1: Okay, all right, very good. Well, we had a lot of things going on this week, and uh, one of the things I wanted to start with is, um, and Craig, I know you talked about this last last week or two weeks ago when you filled in for me, and I appreciate that. Um, but immigration has just been the news, other than Trump. At the national level, Trump and immigration have really been the news. And, um, you know, I I really like one of the comments that you made, not only in this context, but in general, you said that, you know, we tend to get fixated on issues and forget that behind all the issues are people. There's always people. And those people have sometimes extraordinarily compelling stories.
7: Absolutely. And and there are people down there that have those stories. Um, And I don't, I think immigration as an issue is a problem, but uh, especially... I think I, I've equated it to plumbing issues in your house. It's great to have running water. But uh, if you if you have water that is uncontrolled in your home, uh, a busted pipe or whatever, it's it's not a good thing. <laughs> so all of a sudden, what is great becomes a really big problem. And I think that's what we're seeing at the border is there's so much uncontrolled flood of people coming in. And it's going to cost us, uh, you know, in, in multiple ways. It's not just financial. It's not just, you know, the benefits.
1: It's everything that's going to be coming with it. And, and and to me, I think about like Lindsey Graham's comment was that we're full. You know, we got a what? Uh, seven one point seven million people are scheduled to be deported and they're not deporting. We got a four year backlog on asylum claims. And and I am a fan of immigration. I mean, this country is built by immigrants. It is a place where immigrants strive to come. They remind us what Americanism is all about and they take better advantage of the economic system than people who are born here, quite frankly. Uh, And so I love having lots of immigrants as long as they don't burden us financially in the social safety net issues. And they are a net benefit in terms of economic contribution rather than taking. Right. I'll take as many as can come because we Absolutely. have a labor shortage, a massive labor shortage. That's kind of my quick take. But Tom, your thoughts?
6: I agree with you completely, and you know what? I, I oftentimes agree with you, uh, Andrew, on on topics. But um, but yeah, we need people in this country. Um, we're getting older. Um, I'm getting close to social secu- you know retirement age. I want somebody to pay into our social security system. Um, so I agree. We need to. Uh, it's human capital, right. and there's right. probably nothing more uh, valuable in this. Uh, a planet than human capital. So we need to, uh, you know, filter out the uh, the people who are going to be productive and out of this country and try to let more of them in, I think. And, but also, at the same time, we have to set a, a stronger border and not just sure. let people filter in, you know.
1: Uns- uns- un, uh, I mean, look— we, we often talk about dangerous people coming across the border, and that is a concern. Uh, criminals, sure, there's gang there's members, struggling, There's, some, smuggling, of it's, there's some of that, yeah. But then is again,
7: it the majority of it? No, probably you know, not.
4: The,
1: the, historically, the number one kind of immigration that we have is babies. Right. I mean, babies are new people into the country. Yes. And you don't have to ask permission, and sometimes them they turn out to be bad people. I mean, you know, so it's not yeah. like just by keeping domestically produced humans – we avoid all the problems right. of crime and misbehavior. Um, yet we Im- we import some and we manufacture some, and so it's you know it's like it, the the people who say well you got to make sure to keep all the bad people well I mean you got to try, but
7: you well, know a native they,
1: born people can be bad too, right? They've caught
7: multiple people on the FBI you know watch lists right crossing the border. I mean that's. That's what it's we're talking mad. about again. It's it's uncontrolled. You, you, we don't know what's going on, and that's the yep. thing. If you talk to anybody that's been down there, and I know a couple of of our highway patrol officers that have been down there, and, and they'll say there's nothing to talk. There's nothing to compare it to. There's nothing in their their life that they could go. This is what I would tell you. It's like right. It's it's unlike anything
1: they've ever seen. Um, do you think Milton figures figures it out? <laughs> I had I, one of my. I don't know, one of the comments that was made the other day in the Milton City Council meeting was a guy said, I'm sick and tired of driving to Pensacola to have Pensacolians laugh at me because I live in Milton and our city council is such an embarrassment to us. Now, I, you know, I know that's largely because we cover it and people are aware, but that's, I I sympathize with that. Like, I'd be embarrassed to have, and it's it's really not the whole council. That's not fair. Just like it's not the whole county commission in either county. It's always like a couple of people. But, of course, the whole institution gets the reputation, even if it is just one or two of the bad apples, right?
7: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that when you talk about small town management, and obviously Milton is a small town, um, it's going to come down to personalities. And, unfortunately, a couple of strong personalities are driving the train there, and they're not driving it in the right direction, in my opinion. Even um, though it's but I don't the live minority. there. I don't live there. Yeah. So I, yeah. I know we do have someone in the room who drives. I live. Yeah.
6: That, thank you. Thank you for that intro. Uh, I, I do live there. And I really like Milton. I live right by City Hall. It's a great place. And and uh, it's a really cool place, honestly. And, yeah. And, and I'm I'm fortunate that I'm not. You know, there, there's very controversial things happening right now. There's there's a, a sewer treatment plant, and there is also the, the the extending Highway 90 through the city of Milton. So two big things. Luckily for me. I could go either way on either of those issues so I don't take sides. And uh, and I really, uh, I think that, that a little bit of uh, strife and a little bit of controversy at those meetings is not necessarily unhealthy. No, that's, I mean, no, democracy not. is
1: solving problems where we disagree with each other. It's normal to have, you know, people who want like a nice, clean, genial have kind of a fantasy that's never, if you have that, then you probably didn't need government in the first place. You know, the fact that you have absolutely. these different interests. Just look at Perdido. Look at what was
7: going on out there. I mean, that's, that's Perdido. Right. I mean, yeah. the incorporating the idea of of that there's citizens that were not happy with this and that, that it happens in the best cities you, you have people that disagree on how things should be run that's I think a, a, certainly a little different than what you see in Milton because the the
1: fighting is not coming from the
7: citizenry to the
1: well, I mean, no it, it really from a, another small group of people who are uh, Those are the pitchfork pox. That's poxie. right. Yeah. <laughs> They're very outspoken, and they are r- repeat offenders for sure, yeah, which is fine. Again, I don't mind citizens' repeat you know participation. That's that's fine. Um, but, yeah, it's um, it, somebody had texted me the other day and said, so if we made a, a reality show about Milton City Council, um, it'd be award-winning um, for humor. And he said, uh, but, you know, really it's a competition between Century and Milton. For which government can be the most (laughs) weird and dysfunctional, and that's like the island of misfit governments. (laughs) These are the two main local residents for sure.
6: Can I say, as a resident there, though, I ask for something. Somebody answers the phone. Yeah, you know, and and and, and within an hour, somebody from the city is walking into my yard. That's a great point. um, Is there? I couldn't say enough good things about Milton and and uh, and and Mayor Lindsay, I really like her. I I know that she's taken some. uh, She takes some hits. I think it's because she's so involved in things, and, and and as I said, I'm not on on either side of these issues, so so I don't uh, disrespect the 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 uh, the uh, you know the city council members who who are uh, opposed to her, but I think that she's involved. Uh, she's grown up in Milton her whole life. Um, I'm really impressed by Mayor by Lindsay. You well, know,
1: the the one thing I will say is I completely agree. The staff does great. I mean, this is one of the things like, oh, in yeah. spite staff, of yeah, the it, chaos on the dais, agreed. the staff in Santa Rosa County, the staff in Escambia County, the staff in Milton, Pensacola is, I mean, fantastic across the world. Like Absolutely. you just don't find real big problems. You know, well, because, there's the
7: guys that there's the guys in the news, and then there's the guys that <laughs> right. you never hear the names.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's exactly and right. They're the ones and doing and doing the so, job. and what actually frustrates me the most is when the chaos creators on the dais disrespect and bring frustration to the people who are doing such a good job behind the scenes, making their jobs harder. That's the one that extra drives me crazy because I feel like, you know, feel like I need to protect those people because otherwise sure. we'll lose them. Uh, let's take a quick break here. We're talking to Tom Jardine and Craig Heinzman here on The Wrap. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
3: That'll be really quick. We're not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns around town. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 29 south coming out of... Cantonment into pensacola no accidents reported there as well if you see anything out there slowing you down always let us know call or text 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives
1: thanks so much jake back to my guests here uh, craig Heinzman and tom jardine um i tom you're really interested and as am i in how development is taking place in both counties uh largely just however it's going to happen very little planning i mean you know we are having massive growth. Uh, growth comes with problems. They're good problems because it's better than to be declining. But sometimes you can have too much, and if the growth isn't handled well, back to kind of Craig's metaphor of the water. Uh, water in the pipes is great, but broken pipes create problems. And I would say that kind of like the immigration problem, we have a broken pipe situation with development in both of these counties. And uh, it's—I mean—it's really a challenge. Like I'm—I'm new here. Only been here ten years, and you know, I came and I built a house that was trees before i built it so i don't judge that kind of stuff but it just seems like the almost like free market of the bad sort that is you know the way development is being done in our
6: counties your thoughts okay so our public officials all seem to be completely pro development and they can't explain why um, we already have a seven hundred million dollar budget in this county, which is you know seven hundred million dollars. When I was growing up, was a lot of money. Yeah, right. Uh, we we have three hundred thirty thousand people in this county, but somehow the same members are always appointed to boards. You know, um, like uh, um, I like uh, David Bear. I've met him. He's he's very cordial. He's a really nice guy. He's on several boards. He's on the Triumph Board. He's on the uh, the Tourist Development Council, right. et cetera. We've got 330,000 people in this county. Let's get some some new blood on some of these boards. Uh, but I, I read a really interesting fact on Wikipedia the other day about the human population, and uh, this is kind of it pertains to what we're talking about, and that is, um, it took us until 1804 to get two billion people on this planet. But now we have eight billion. Right. So in, in, in two hundred years, we've gone from two billion to eight billion people on this planet. Um, we the development um, it, I don't think is paying for itself. Uh, it's <laughs> now a little off topic, but
1: no, that's good. But, I mean, that's the point. Is you know, it's it's sold as kind of the cure for the problems, right? But development brings its own problems with it. Well, you know, you can the, the new yeah. tax base, and if you had them impact fees but at the same time you have to expand the schools build new roads hire new cops all of the stuff that comes with the development
7: the idea of growth is incredible and everyone wants growth everyone's oh yeah growth is great but uncontrolled growth or unthought through growth right. that that we oh let's get let's get school out here let's get it here now and we got to get this road let's do this and let's and not really think down the line mm-hmm. okay if we build this 1000 person 1000 home subdivision down in in North Milton and don't plan the the roads, the the plumbing, the you know the the drainage, and we don't plan that well. What happens to the current existing roads, the current existing people? The, and, and it's the same thing and, that you and go do we through. We have with, wastewater capacity right. for those people. Do we all have water capacity. All of that yeah. issues because growth is good. So let's do growth, and it is. And we there's it's just like we talked about with immigration. You're not going to necessarily. You don't want to stop it completely, but what you want to do is you want to manage it well. Yes. And I think that's where Tom and I agree. There's not a lot of managing it well. It's like, hey, let's build this giant apartment complex on Pine Forest Road. <laughs> right. At, at a pinch point. Or at where, the
1: entrance to Perdido Key. <laughs>
7: right. At a pinch point where all of a sudden, all this traffic is already horrible and snar- and snarled on the regular. And all it, now we're going to add several thousand people to that mix right. just without thinking through where do we put stoplights? How do we expand roads? What do we about- that's my question. Yeah, you know,
6: what? Sorry, but what is wrong with three hundred thirty thousand people, three hundred twenty thousand people? What is the magic number? I'm happy with the population as it is. Nobody has, can show me how growth is in, is improving the county, and it seems like we're making the uh, we're for, we're compelling the current citizens to subsidize the growth by either higher taxes to pay for the infrastructure improvements or degrade, de- degradation of our quality of life, uh, with as you said more traffic and 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 uh crowd more crowded schools and all and so forth so i don't think that growth is paying for itself
1: I, yeah, And yeah and and that's that's one of the ideas is that um if we you know we can solve we can sort of um we can spend our way out of the problem is kind of the mindset a little bit like we can just you know we're in debt and we're going worse in debt and if we just spend more then we'll make more and we wind up accruing more liabilities in the process you know more roads that need to be maintained sure. more police that need to be funded all the time which is Again, I I actually favor growth as a concept because it seems like if you're healthy in the competition for people from all over that's the country, exactly the key though. Yeah, then we're doing well. But when it comes at the expense of people who already live here, and it winds up degrading the very quality of the things that bring them here in the first place, well, then that's a challenge. You I know, like we, that's that that's what I think yeah. is showing up in the parking. Like, okay, downtown used to felt like. Just anybody's hometown that you could go and the main street was very much like like a small town main street. And now, because of growth and increased value downtown that people want to participate in, that's being changed into something that you've got to be able or willing to afford in order to go use. And that makes it less convenient and less feel like that small hometown.
7: And that's not a bad thing. I think what we have to understand is that you're not really going to limit growth when you have a great place to live. Now, how do you... And probably that's where some of this problems in the city, of Milton problems, problems in this you know city of Century are are happening because now all of a sudden the growth is moving towards those areas and we have to
1: figure out how to deal with it. Um, that's, oh my god! Yeah, and the, I mean the expansion of of housing in Santa Rosa County, you, you, Escambia County, absolutely. is a, a, a crazy. Santa Rosa is twice as crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. it's just it's, there's a it's lot of stuff going in to there to see everything that's being developed, right? Because. You've got you know Pensacola thriving, and you've got the military with Whiting and N S Pensacola, and you've got a lot of people there. And I mean Hurlbert as well is right. kind of coming into Santa Rosa, at the southeast corner. Same and, thing. And
7: we're we continue to expand our campuses to to reach yeah, people. Yeah, you're in, in Milton in, soon, right? Uh, Molino this. Oh, Molino. Okay. In the 21st, okay. we start. You know, we're going to be meeting in schools, and uh, we've got some property at North Pace uh, up on Shamakla Highway that we're going to be developing here shortly. But it's and we've had to go through the. Now I will say we did to go through a lot of steps to get that property developed and, and a good amount of, you know, city council or, or uh, excuse me, not city, uh, county, commissioner. county commissioners mm-hmm. and they are how, here's what the drainage you're going to have to do. And here's the roads, and here's the access. And, and we've had to go through a number of steps just to get that property developed. And I think it's good. Those are the good things. Yeah. You want to have to go through those steps because you want somebody thinking down the line because the growth is coming. It's not, we, we, Florida is going to be a place that people want to come to, and this area can be a, a place a lot of folks want to come to. How do we manage that in the future is a question.
6: Well, what are we gaining from the growth? Is my question. Um, I don't feel like the county is gaining wealth. We keep getting more flooding and more traffic, but I don't see us getting uh, wealthier from that from those things. Um, it seems to me like we're in the catbird seat. People want to move to Florida. People are retiring from Massachusetts or wherever, and they right. want to come down here. Uh, we've got vacations going crazy down here too. It seems like we we're we're in the driver's seat. We should start to drive a harder bargain and and make growth pay for itself. We could we could charge impact fees, et cetera. I don't understand why we're not profiting from our popularity. Yeah,
1: you know, that's an interesting that's uh, approach. The thought that's that um, we are clearly a buy, as even Ashton uh, uh, Hayward used to say, but we are clearly a buy as a community. Florida as a state is a buy right now. Right. And so if we are such a good buy then, you know, can we not say, well, you know, if you want it, I mean, it's just not free anymore. You know, maybe there is some kind of attendant cost connected to that. And as long as that's
7: used in order
1: to accommodate the new growth and also to make sure that we're not losing quality of service for the people who already live here. Right. We're the what? We're the Stanley mug of
7: of, (laughs) of (laughs) cities. Oh, my God,
1: I saw this all over Facebook. And it's one of those things where I'm like... It's a mug, what?
7: but it's a forty dollars <laughs> mug, and you're paying forty dollars for a mug, and people, and people are, are riding, waiting in line to get them, riding oh at Target for a mug. Why? Because it's a very popular mug, and so now I will you can fight you for $40 that. Cabbage Patch Kid, man. <laughs> but the reality of it is, it's just a mug, and it was probably you, you know ten dollars mug. We're gonna get hate mail. <laughs> I know it was like a ten dollars mug, <laughs> yeah. you know, three years ago. But because it became popular, right, the price increased, and you can do the same with impact fees. You want to build here? We want you to build here. Come on. It's going to cost you a little bit more mm. to do that because we need to make sure that we're looking out for the people that are living here. Uh, 857
1: here on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got a final traffic on the fives.
3: Uh, we're looking great around town. I haven't seen any accidents or slowdowns this morning at all. So great job, everybody. Drive safe <laughs> out there. Uh, this traffic report has been brought to you by Bobby Lycus Auto Service. Bobby Lycus Auto Service on Davis Highway. Thank you for uh, joining us this morning. You can always call or text us on our traffic tip line if you do see something, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker, Traffic on the 5.
1: Thanks so much, Jake. A couple of texts in here. Pine Forest is already a nightmare. When the apartments start filling up, there's going to be a lot more accidents and congestion. Somebody else says, if you're not growing, you're dying. Uh, somebody else says, uh, you know, on the topic of local boards and finding the people to fill them, like you mentioned, um, uh, Tom, the, uh, we usually have to go out and recruit to fill the boards because there aren't enough people who are either aware of or willing to do it. And then they take criticism and it's a volunteer board. And I feel that too. It's hard to keep those things staffed. That's for sure. Um, and, uh, see, it feels like all the money seems to be going to downtown development. Uh, wish they would fix or develop some of our parks. I mean, (laughs) Pensacola is a unique Bird, too, because, you know, we built all these parks, probably too many. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just probably too many and that's expensive to maintain but everybody wants to have a park in their neighborhood and that's understandable too so oh man the time flew by Tom uh Tom Jardine Jardine uh just I've known you on Facebook and now you know met you in real life so nice to meet you sir thank you for coming out Craig is, of course uh, always with us and a great job thank by you. the way thank you so much for filling in you did such a good job I really appreciate it I appreciate it I Made want me think about some stuff boards let's good. get Tom on some boards so if you got a board <laughs> position <laughs> absolutely get Tom on there. gentlemen thanks for uh, the wrap have a great weekend
0: Dependable traffic on the fives, weekdays on News Radio 923, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton Pensacola.